a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Local Matters. On Local Matters this week, we focus on sexual education in Luxembourg. In the past years, a lot has happened on the field of sexual education. And one actor that has been specifically active in this field is the CESAS, the National Reference Center for the Promotion of Sexual Health. For a few years now, they have produced teaching material for teachers and other education staff within the frame of their project, Let's Talk About Sex. And that's what we are going to talk about in today's Local Matters interview. My guests are Project Coordinator Christa Bremmel and Project Manager Camille Soudain. Let's talk about sex is an educational project, so sexual education, and we want to reach all the professionals working with adolescents, aged 12 ongoing, and help them to have the theoretical background, but also the competences to work with these young people, give them explanations, and help them to develop their own sexuality, because sexual education is a sexual right, Sexual rights are human rights. You have the right to have a sexual education. And uh, we also see that in reality, a lot of children and youngsters maybe have one session of sexual education, maybe two, but there is uh, no guarantee that everybody has a good one. So in order to help foster competences and knowledge, on sexual education, let's talk about sex, uh, wants to, to help with that. Why is this so important? If I think about well, my generation or our previous generations, the thing there was you have one day in school which is dedicated to sexual education and the rest will find it out by yourself. Why is this focus on sexual education so important? Well, I think when you are talking about sexual education, the main goal is to develop autonomy for better choice, for uh, informed choice. And I think, yeah, we are working at the CESAS with the uh, sexual health promotion. And this is the, the main idea. It's to give autonomy and to make sure people are able to think and decide for themselves. And for that, you always need to have information and education. Sexual health education, sexual education is not only about uh, uh, the body, about uh, anatomy, but it's much more than that. It's about um, behavior, it's about uh, consent, it's about media, it's about relationships. Of course it's also about risk prevention, but the approach of Sexual health is not to focus on risk prevention alone, but to see sexuality as something and sexual health as, as a holistic approach and as a positive approach. I think this is also something that should be transported with let's talk about sex. You have to talk about it, you have to detabuizize, if that's the word, you have to communicate about it. 
and you have to construct something. Yeah, and as uh, Camille said, it's really important to give this competence to young people, to help them to develop their own sexuality and to have a fulfilled sexuality later on. And it doesn't mean that there is indoctrination or whatsoever, and it still leaves a lot of place for other actors, for parents, for instance, also for peers to be implicated in uh, sexual education. Have you noticed any change in the awareness that already exists among young people? Has the awareness for these topics increased over the past years? Young people have a lot of information, so the, the information itself is available, but how to see which information is good, correct, not correct, and what to do with this information. Young people, for instance, are very much more informed about non-binarity, for instance, but then to see where can I find concrete help in Luxembourg if I'm consulting an internet site, uh, an international site, uh, Yeah, I don't, don't know directly where to find help in Luxembourg. So it is very important also to have this, this direct contact with, with young people where they are. So either by peers, but they must be trained, but also by professionals who know where to, where to redirect uh, youngsters uh, with specific questions or problems. Consent is also uh, one of the subjects they are more aware of. Um, consent, sexual violence, but it's one thing to be informed, it's another thing to be able to react when it happens. And yeah, I would say this is one of the things we can also act on. As the CESAS, we, we invite also professionals to be aware of services like UMEDO, maybe you know, um, and to inform young people about these services. So yeah, we are trying to make a lot of connection between services that are already uh, existing and working, but we are trying to help them work together. Mm. Are there ever any conflicts in education? I imagine that topics like abortion, for instance, or even different sexual identities could cause conflicts among the teaching personnel. Mm. We always underline the importance of um, if you are comfortable with doing sexual education, you can do it. But if you're uncomfortable, this is not a good idea. We think that uh, we need to talk about subjects that we know, that we are comfortable with in our personal life as in a professional life. And regarding abortion, I think, uh, of course, there are a lot of uh, misconception and a lot of moral conflict about uh, abortion, but this is something that should stay at home because it's a right in Luxembourg and it's uh, it's legalized. So we, we do not have to fear anything and we need to give information to people who want to have information. Yeah, and as a teacher, you should be able to give information to a student that, or to anyone who's having question about this. Uh, you could have the same issue with uh, uh, sexual identity, for instance. The role of the professional is to be, to, to accompany the person and to give, give assistance, but not to take the decision 
in place of the person who is uh, concerned. So uh, we, as a CESAS, we, we work on the concept saying, well, sexual education of high quality is, and then if you don't feel comfortable with the subject, you don't have to do it, but then you sh still have to help the person and say, well, I have reached my limit here, but I will refer you to another one. Because the worst would be to leave the person with questions, not answering the questions, and not giving uh, the person the help to find somebody else to answer the questions. The project Let's Talk About Sex has been ongoing since 2020, and now you have added this new certificate for teaching or education professionals who want to become experts on this field of sexual education. How has the interest for and the demand for this kind of certificate or this kind of um, training evolved in the past years? Have you seen a big demand among education professionals? Well, it is quite new, so we are hoping it will uh, raise a lot of interest from educational professionals. But, of course, there are a lot of professionals who want to train themselves and to be able to answer any questions. And as CESAS, we are trying to, to encourage people to influence teachers and educational professionals to, you know, implicate themselves with students, not only, uh, you know, to, to answer a couple of questions, but as Krista mentioned before, to make sure they are able to refer to other structures. As for the interests, I mean, we, we had uh, 90, more than 90 professionals who subscribe to trainings from one to four trainings now so we have a lot of people who are you know ready to to continue and to get this certificate we hope we can uh, train a lot of people and that it will help in the field to compensate for the lack of sexual education professional who are dedicated entirely to this particular field so we, we hope for a lot of subscription and a lot of certificates uh, given to the, this uh, type of professionals. So what are maybe very shortly the main components of this training to um, acquire the certificate? Well, there's the, first of all, the theoretical background on six issues so far so we have detected. Of course, there are some missing, but... This is uh, anatomy, puberty, uh, contraception, uh, ISTs, uh, so risk prevention. It's violence prevention, and it's uh, new media, sexuality and new media. This is the really theoretical subjects, but then there's transversal components as consents, for instance, rights. sexual rights, uh, which are transversal in all the issues. This is for the theoretical part, so six times four hours of training. And this has to be completed by a practical training. We have the first one on, in October only, so there's not yet an experience about that. But this will be about the professional posture, uh, to see what are the do's and the don'ts in sexual education, um, how to interfere with specific target groups, uh, with specific questions. 
And the other aspect of this practical training will be to try out activities that already have been done in, in the field. So after this practical training, people should really have a, a set of tools they can really use in their day-to-day field work. So, and the person is able to, to work as a reference person to answer the questions of uh, youngsters, but also to redirect them or to be the uh, reference person to colleagues. Yeah. Thank you. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> that was this week's first Local Matters episode on sexual education in Luxembourg. In our interview, we had Christa Brömmel and Camille Soudens from the CSAS National Reference Center for the Promotion of Sexual Health. Tune in again tomorrow at the same time. For our second episode of this week, we'll be talking to Joel Adami, one of the creators of the podcast Mayway Sex, that's on air here on Radio Ara on the Graffiti Youth shows and as well online, of course. Tune in tomorrow. That was Local Matters every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on Ara City Radio 102.9. 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.